0: Good morning, and welcome to a uh, Tuesday morning, uh, Mar- April the nineteenth or April the twelfth. I'm I'm thinking a week ahead. Sorry, folks. Uh, April the twelfth edition of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kirk Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain, and our regularly scheduled and highly esteemed Tuesday morning guest, Doctor J.B. Hickson. Uh, we we're always Really ready to hear what you've got to say, J.B. Welcome aboard this morning. And uh, before we begin with uh, this morning's very, very crucial topic, uh, I'd like to do a little catching up with you. I, 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 I know that you're busy. Uh, I know you've got some conferences coming up and some other things happening happening at your church at uh, Plum Creek Chapel in Sedalia, Colorado. If you could kind of catch us up to what's going on, we we would greatly appreciate it.
1: You bet. Boy, great to be with you. And uh, yeah, uh, uh, great to be with you from the great sunny confines of beautiful Colorado. We're heading into the, uh, the fun season here at Colorado. You know, snow yeah. is uh, almost entirely behind us. We may get one or two more snowfalls here in the next month, but uh, they won't last long. And so it's bright and sunny and great to be outside and enjoying the weather. But You know, what I love most about this time of year is we're headed up on uh, to Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. Uh, What a great time that's going to be at Plum Creek Chapel uh, here in Sedalia. If if any of your listeners are in the Denver metro area this weekend, please come by and see us. We have a special day planned. We're going to kick it off with breakfast at nine o'clock at the church on uh, Sunday, nine mountain time, of course, local time. And then we have a special Resurrection Sunday service planned, and I'm going to be preaching on the subject, Who Killed Jesus? And uh, you might be surprised at the answer. So I've been uh, working on that yesterday, and I'll be working on it all week. But so far, I've got uh, five uh, suspects. (laughs) And uh, of course, uh, the Bible is the ultimate jury in that question. And we're going to see what God's word has to say about who killed Jesus. So Anyway, love to have you guys uh, come out at uh, Plum Creek. Of course, we do live stream. So uh, the live stream Sunday will start about 1030, give or take. Um, it's always time flexible. But if you go to our website, notbyworks.org, click on the live stream button, you'll see there uh, the times mentioned. But we typically start the message at about 1030 local time and love to have you live stream if you're not in uh, Denver. But uh, yeah, lots going on. We're headed out uh, into our busy travel season we'll be over the next uh, six weeks we'll be in uh, Wisconsin for a conference then uh, back here in Colorado in Fort Collins uh, for a uh, conference and then we'll be in Tulsa uh, for the Mid-America Prophecy Conference you can find out more about that at our website we just put a banner up inviting people uh, to that conference there at the uh, Marriott in Tulsa and always a wonderful time great speakers I'll be speaking twice and uh, that's May 13th and 14th, and uh, yeah, just uh, lots going on. The Lord is opening doors of opportunity, and uh, really looking forward to continuing our uh, discussion today, so always a privilege to be on the Christian Underground News Network.
0: Well, it's always a pleasure to have you, JB, and thank you for catching us up on uh, current events at Plum Creek. Um, I would also highly recommend to any of our listeners who are in the area to stop in and visit, see you, and meet you, and hear you speak. And uh, visit your church, and uh, or if you can't do that, definitely live stream uh, on NotByWorks.org, uh, and you can hear the Sunday morning and Wednesday evening program, and and uh, you'll be blessed either way. But make it in person if you can. Uh, now you, you mentioned uh, current events that are going on there, and and uh, we always love to hear what what you're doing for uh, in in the work in the ministry of the Lord, and. Uh, but we've got to talk about some other things today, too, don't we? Um, some other current events that are not so delightful to to talk about, really. Um, but they are, you know, uh, pretty critically important. Uh, we have been deluged recently with uh, a lot of political and and social and global events. Uh, you know, the war in Ukraine is one. Um you know, really stuff that really impacts everybody. And uh, I, as I think back in recent history in the last two to three years, uh, the biggest event that I think impacted us as well as the rest of the world was the COVID 19 uh, pandemic. Oh, did I say pandemic? <laughs> uh, I meant pandemic. You meant pandemic. <laughs> okay, maybe I did mean pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, let's face it that this whatever it was and and we know what it was uh, it it affected everybody on the planet, basically, didn't it and uh, I you have to wonder if something like that is going to be happening again here anytime soon uh, with with the rapidity of which things are happening uh, in this world, you, you've you got to kind of wonder what's next. And uh, I happen to think that it's just my personal opinion. I, you probably will agree with me that what we experienced during the first lockdown phase of COVID-19 is going to be reinstituted here pretty soon. What do you think?
1: Absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid you're right. And so yeah. to kind of put this, uh, everything you've just said in uh, broader context, we've been talking over the last couple of weeks about uh, the hegelian dialectic uh, or that method of accomplishing uh, their goal the goals of the luciferian elite uh, according to which they create a problem so that they can cause a reaction that they have already anticipated it's a it's a manufactured reaction that will then lead to the ultimate solution that they wanted all along so it's just a, a way to expedite their plans and we right. uh, have been talking about how it's seldom about what it's about. In fact, that's what uh, we titled last week's podcast. It's seldom about what it's about. Yes. And I think the, the pandemic, uh, you call it the pandemic, I call it the scamdemic, but whatever <laughs> you call it, uh, it clearly is one of the greatest uh, manifestations or examples of this Hegelian dialectic of accomplishing something. Uh, with a, a sort of a nefarious uh, end in mind uh, mm-hmm. through what most people uh, think is organic and don't realize that it's really about something far worse. So right. uh, we've talked about the, uh, the control of Irish scandemic um, uh, at length over the last couple of years here on your program. But I feel like it's, it's time for an update, and we've been sort of uh, using my latest book, The Spirit of the Antichrist, The Gathering Cloud of uh, Deception, as a, a springboard to talk about some of these issues, and so I want to mention right here at the outset that listeners can go to spiritoftheantichrist.org, that's spiritoftheantichrist.org, and learn more about the book. They can see the preface and read the entire preface. And they can also see the table of contents and they'll notice that chapter nine, which is what our focal uh, chapter is today, is all about vaccines and big pharma uh, with particular attention to uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. So uh, I think it's time for an update or kind of a a rehash, if you will, of of kind of where things are headed. But I want to begin by giving a couple of caveats because every time I bring this subject up, inevitably uh, I get reaction, I get emails and even phone calls um, because just about all of us know someone who has been touched by or who has died from uh, COVID-19, at least that's the official uh, narrative. So we certainly recognize that with all uh, examples of the Hegelian dialectic, people really do get hurt. People really do die. People really do suffer. Um, we're not suggesting that everything you hear in the news is made up we're just suggesting that according to their own documents it is really for those who take the time uh, to study it and I've again I've got the biggest chapter in the book is all about this with extensive documentation so if you care to to study it on your own I'd encourage you to use the book as a good starting point but uh, it is not about what it's about so we're not making light of the people who have died or who are sick no we're just saying that this was not just some accidental naturally occurring organic flu virus that somehow swept across the planet and caused the need to change life as we know it that that's not you know what this was about so right um so i'd like to kind of in order to tie all things together and 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 really make it uh, clear why we are bringing up Uh, this uh, scandemic again, I'd like to go back to a name that by now everybody should be familiar with, and that's Klaus Schwab. And uh, Klaus Schwab uh, is the leader of the World Economic Forum there in Davos, Switzerland. He is really at the tip of the spear uh, right now uh, in this Luciferian agenda. I'm not suggesting that he is the Antichrist by any means, but certainly uh, the, the human aspect of this uh, trifold conspiracy involving Satan, demons, and human agents. He's really uh, in the upper echelon, uh, to be sure. And his whole plan that you've seen referenced now in a variety of places, including even within the U.S. government and Congress, is to build back better. And uh, he has written uh, books about uh, the Great Reset, as he calls it, including his book, COVID-19, The Great Reset, and their website actually has been talking about The Great Reset for many, many, many years.
0: Many years, yes.
1: But when COVID-19 was rolled out, they just went in and changed a lot of the verbiage on their website so that it now is called COVID-19, The Great Reset. And if you do the research, it becomes clear that this um, pandemic uh, was manufactured. It's been planned for 22 years, as you and I have talked about, and uh, Dr. David Martin has proven uh, incontrovertibly through his extensive research, and I cite him at length in the book.
0: Um, Absolutely.
1: So there, you know, there's all kinds of smoking gun evidence that this thing was not a surprise. There's, you know, pre knowledge. There's patents. There's uh, testing kits. There's all kinds of. Uh, information out there that shows that this there's
0: there's at least 20 years of planning yeah at least
1: at least and so they've been wanting to change the world uh, into a you know a you know bc and ac uh, time frame before covid and after covid but Mm -hmm. they needed some type of unfreezing event to get everybody to go along uh, to go along with uh, you know, eliminating our freedoms to go along with a digital currency, to go along with travel restrictions, to go along with yeah. universal income. Uh, yeah, they needed along... something
0: that, that everybody was going to be afraid enough of.
1: Yeah, yeah, fear of course is the ultimate weapon, but they needed something massive to get people, including Christians, to go along with it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, to to go along with uh, the you know uh, the lack of private property ownership you know, everything in life as we know it, especially in America, where we've been a beacon of freedom for 246 years now, uh, either has changed in the last two years or is rapidly uh, changing. Uh, you know, Klaus Schwab, uh, you know, every single thing that's 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 happening with this COVID-19 pandemic uh, can be connected back to the World Economic Forum. He, he talks about, you know, how only a certain elite uh can can have uh, a leadership role how we need a one world government with the authority to arrest and bring down nations that don't comply and arrest people that don't comply he -hmm. he talks about stakeholder capitalism uh which is a very dangerous word uh because essentially they get to determine who has a stake in what they're doing and and if they think you do then they'll call you a stakeholder otherwise you're just an observer um Yep. But, uh, you know, the World Economic Forum and the United Nations have signed a partnership agreement uh, that's called the 2030 Agenda to accelerate the rollout of this one world system. Uh, just recently, uh, uh, within the last couple of weeks, I believe, maybe with, certainly within the last month, uh, we had the World Government Summit. Uh, and Pippa Maldengram, Uh, if you have not heard that name, you need to look it up. You can still see some of it on the various uh, video Outlets that are not censored. But she spoke there and she clearly discussed how, quote, what undergirds the world order is always the financial system. And she went on to talk about how they need to destroy uh, independent currency and roll out a digital currency that is controlled so that literally every single transaction, even if you make it in your backyard at a yard sale or a garage sale, is Mm -hmm. tracked. And they can then, of course, they already track our social media and everything else we do digitally, every conversation we have, every email, every text. Um, So then they can shut you off from the ability to buy and sell if they think that you are criticizing the world government, or you have engaged in hate speech, or you are opposed to transgender uh, principles and policies, those kinds of things. So uh, I mean, they're openly talking about this. And in various parts of the country, uh, it's already further down the, 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 the you know, the, the railway, if you want to call it that, than it is here, but not by much. I mean, we are rapidly catching right. up. Uh, over in China, of course, they've they've always had much more restrictions on freedom they've not had freedom but it's gotten much worse because of the pandemic which they have used in classic hegelian dialectic fashion to Mm -hmm. you know tighten the noose and so just this week i saw video coverage uh, of you know drones flying around uh, a Chinese city where people have been locked down. They can't get out of their homes. So a lot of citizens have taken to opening their windows in their high-rise apartments and singing out the window, just sort of as a form of protest and maybe just as a form of trying to keep their sanity. Um, You know, singing can be quite therapeutic, but in any event, China, Chinese authorities have started sending these drones around demanding that they stop singing and stop opening their windows and it says, uh, of course, it's in Chinese, but it's been translated something to the effect, resist your desire for freedom. That's
0: right.
1: Resist your desire for freedom. Now, I mean, you can't put it any more clear, clearly than that. It's, it's no longer even, um, you know, a a subtle attempt to clamp <laughs> down on freedom. They, no, that's,
0: that's pretty in your face, isn't it?
1: Yeah, resist your desire for freedom. So these Luciferian global elites want nothing less than an absolute, complete, global prison planet where everything we do, say, everywhere we go is under their absolute uh, control. Yeah, they're looking
0: for total compliance, aren't they?
1: Absolutely. And this has been their plan all along. And this is what kind of brings us full circle back to the pandemic because they're using the pandemic. To accelerate this and kind of get that goal across the finish line. Now, I talk about this this whole idea of a prison planet and complete and total lockdown at length uh, in in the book. I, I get into it, yes. you know, you know, early on in the chapters. I quote uh, some of the key globalists uh, who, for decades, have been talking about how every citizen will be tracked and uh, you know you'll be controlled. Um, but really this pandemic was what they intended to use to accomplish it. So if we think back to the beginnings of it and you know all of us, when it first sort of hit uh, were reverberating in the fog of confusion and it took, uh, even the most informed uh, you know, researchers and people who kind of should have seen this coming, like myself, weeks, uh, a few weeks to kind of identify it, because it's, it's kind of like uh, when, you know, a SWAT team goes into a, a, a building or, or an apartment or something where they think there's drug dealers, you know, you've seen this on TV, uh, you know, they bust the door down and throw in these flashbang uh, grenades That are loud and fill the room with smoke so that in that moment of chaos, while the drug dealers or whoever it is that are inside the room are kind of caught off guard and getting their bearings, these SWAT team members with night vision goggles can come in and and, and, and apprehend them and disable them so that they kind of have the upper hand. Well, that's what happens when they roll out these type of events um and th- so in the early stages you know it was unclear is this thing going to kill everybody on the planet is it real is it a bioweapon you know what's going on so you know most of us complied with the early regulations of course we were told it was just going to be 15 days um but you know 15 <laughs> yeah. days has turned into 15 years and and yeah. longer the lord yeah. doesn't come back um but very quickly as more and more scientists and doctors and surgeons and pediatricians and virologists and other experts began to sound the alarm and, and and expose this whole thing as a fraud, people started waking up. They started recognizing as we've documented in the book that, you know, masks are absolutely useless against a a SARS virus. They, they're, it's laughable to think that, you know, these uh, masks that have pores in them that are 50 times larger then these, the microscopic SARS virus uh, are somehow going to help you. But it wasn't about that. I've documented it in the book. I, I showed uh, examples from Guantanamo Bay and examples from, mm-hmm. you know, just some of the old Chinese uh, torture techniques and things that using masks is always a means of degradation and control. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then, of course, the vaccines were rolled out, which is nothing more than a, you know, gene editing, bioinjection, very dangerous. Um, we've documented that so I I know that for some listeners this all may seem like uh, too far-fetched or too you know this can't possibly be true but let me point out as I have said in the book just because you've never heard something doesn't mean it's not true Uh, now it doesn't mean it's automatically true just because I'm saying it but I, I would encourage you to study for yourself you know as Einstein said condemnation without examination is the height of ignorance and i point out it's also the height of arrogance so you know take advantage of the 38 pages of uh, bibliographic citations you know look at the hundreds of thousands literally of doctors worldwide who have signed on to petitions many times in at the cost of losing their jobs uh show that this that everything you're hearing from the mainstream media and the american medical association and people like Fauci and you know former CDC director Redfield and some of those and the current one Walensky are all uh, false these just are not accurate they are mouthpieces they're
0: they're going by on a pre-planned pre-written script
1: absolutely so you know it's uh, the reason we're bringing this up again um, is because as you and I have talked it seems like we're seeing once again a resurgence of these uh, unnecessary oppressive control measures uh, mm-hmm. all under the guise of a resurgence of, you know, this virus. Um, yes. Now, you know, even people who aren't aware of the agenda behind it have mm-hmm. to admit that, you know, we've seen an ebb and flow over the last two years. It got worse and worse and worse, and then it started declining. And, and right now, most places have Reduced to the mask, you know, or eliminated altogether the mask requirements, and uh, you know those types of things. But watch out because um, they like to, you know, use the same old methods. And yes. Satan is not very creative, as we've talked about. He <laughs> wants to be the creator, uh, but yep. Luciferians don't usually come up with new ideas. They use the same old tired ideas, and the pandemic and the control measures of police state that they rolled out worked so well the first time they're going to try it again you know uh, i hear yeah, some yeah. i hear I some conservatives talking about how you know uh well that'll never work again too many people are awake to it and there's been too much pushback and you know the the canadian yeah. truckers and this and that look right that's all hype i mean they, they certainly their pockets of resistance there always will be but Mm-hmm. The vast majority of people are uh, deluded and deceived, and they're under mind control. Um, they, you know, they listen to the TV and listen to the radio, and so they are easily manipulated. The vast majority, and so of course they're going to use it again. Uh, just uh, within the last couple of days, uh, Philadelphia became the first major U.S. city to reinstate a citywide mask mandate. Saw that. Uh, and that's the first of many to come. Now, um, you you know, it's so difficult to um, really predict with any extreme degree of accuracy the ultimate agenda, you know, blow by blow of what the Luciferian elite are rolling out. We know the big picture because God's Word talks about it. They're trying to usher in a one-world government religiously, politically, and economically, and ultimately the Antichrist himself will take the throne of that, and he will rule for seven years prior to the return of Christ with his church to defeat Satan and the Antichrist at Armageddon and usher yes. in the kingdom. But, uh, but the details are what are often difficult for us to piece together uh, because we don't always have the access to the inner sanctum of the Luciferian uh, planners. But my best guess is one reason, and I say one reason because it's also important to keep in mind that the agenda of the elite is always multifaceted and very complex. Um, We tend to think linearly cause and effect and, you know, one agenda item at a time, they can accomplish multiple things with one arrow. Mm -hmm. And so it's not only about this, but I really believe one part of the agenda is to slowly bring us back into a complete, pandemic again of the latest variant whatever that is and scare us to death that oh it's going to kill everybody and you know and so they're wanting to do that in time for the november elections so that they can justify mail-in ballots again
0: now Or, or even canceling the election altogether
1: yeah that's always a possibility i mean i'm not sure we're quite far enough along in their agenda to to for them to to pull that but they certainly can um it's not monolithic and it's it's you know they kind of are watching as we are to see how people respond but remember their timetable that we've talked about uh, and i talk about it in my series what in the world is going on which is now available for streaming uh if you if you want to check that out at our uh, notbyworks.org store But we talk about in there their timetable, and their timetable in their own writings is roughly 2025 to 2030. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we're still three years from that. Um, I think we're headed towards uh, a day when there will be no national sovereignty and there will be no elections. It'll probably start with some, you know, false flag event that causes utter chaos and the need Mm -hmm. to institute martial law, and therefore they suspend Mm -hmm the constitution and then of course yeah, it'll phase right into a one world system um right. but it's certainly possible that they could cancel them this fall but and, and by the way they don't need a pandemic to rig the elections and so you know i've talked That's about true. this in the book as well in chapter uh uh six and and uh right. you know uh, and i'll deal with it more in volume two but you know they've been rigging elections for decades um and yes, of course so most notably, 2020 was the most obvious one. But um, it's it the reason they like mail-in ballots is it's it's just easy, you know. It's it's easy to rig them that way, and 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 they don't even have to hardly work at it. But that's right. Um, so I feel like it's all kind of coming to a head, um, especially when you see things like uh, what's going on over in Russia and Ukraine. I'm going to be. Speaking in Tulsa, one of my two messages is entitled Russia, Ukraine, and the New World Order. And yeah. I'm going to, you know, give a biblical basis for some of the things that are happening and then try to explain, at least from my uh, perspective, you know, why these things are happening over there. Um, I don't have any inside information. I'm just kind of reading the current events and running it through the grid of scripture. But, um, so, yeah, I think that's a part of it, this, the uptick in the pandemic and the fear factor. You know, um, the CDC, the former CDC uh, director, uh, 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 Robert Redfield, by the way, he's the one that I quote in my series, What in the World is Going On? In that video streaming, I play a video of him where he basically said before the vaccines came out, he was adamant that the mask it will do more good in preventing COVID than any vaccine ever right. will. That it's the most right. important thing. Um, I kind of wonder what he thinks now that they're trying to coerce everybody into taking <laughs> this experimental bioinjection. injection. But yeah. uh, he recently said he's he, they're bringing up all the old su- suspects again. You know, Fauci, who disappeared for a while, is back in the news again, and yeah, uh, he's back in the news again. But he's now talking about how the bird flu will jump to humans and yeah. be highly fatal in the coming what he called quote great pandemic uh,
0: mm-hmm. and he
1: says COVID-19 was just a mere warm-up <laughs> so you know yeah. what does he know that we don't they're, they're once again hyping it and yeah. you know trying to get people prepared for something and I hope that people will avail themselves especially believers of the great resources that are out there. There, you know, there are a lot of good information out there. My book that just came out March 21st, I think has tons of well-documented research and it's a great starting point. Uh, but there's lots of other research out there too. So, you know, uh, uh, you know, when we, when we go to the book, let me just mention a couple of the section titles in chapter nine. <clears throat> I deal with uh Uh, how it's worse than you imagined, uh, follow the money, murdering with impunity. One of the most, uh, I guess, I don't know what you would call it, emotional and really difficult sections to read is the section on abortuaries, baby parts and vaccines, Yeah. followed by the sanctity of life, that section. Um, I get into the well-documented dangers of vaccines, I describe the the contents of the experimental gene editing bioinjection, also known as the COVID-19 vaccine. Mm -hmm. Um, We talk about the vaccine adverse effects reporting system, talk about COVID-19 in the United States military. Uh, I I go through a loud and reputable chorus of dissent from top-ranked doctors, surgeons, scientists, and so forth. Um, you know, give all kinds of evidence for it, and then we get into the medical tyranny and the global surveillance grid. So, um, you know, I would encourage folks to uh, to check that out, and um, I want to give you a chance to kind of reflect on some of the stuff that I've said so far, and then I want to uh, close it out by going to God's Word and kind of looking at some passages that give us hope.
0: Yes, sir, and uh, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, we're going to see a resurgence in uh, what they claim is going to be uh, the critical nature of, of things that are going to be happening and how dangerous they're going to be. They need to re uh, get a, get a new grip uh, on us as far as fear goes. And and they're starting to ramp it up now. They're like like you said, Fauci's uh, already in the news now. All of a sudden again, uh, calling for uh, us to be on our guard because we're gonna see a resurgence of COVID in the fall, a major resurgence, and it's gonna be worse than ever. Uh, so they're getting us ready, they, like you said, the Luciferians also, they always tell us what they're gonna do yeah, in one way or another. Uh, they give you advance notice. Uh, uh, boy, I, there's so much happening and so much to keep track of, JB. Uh, but I gotta tell you, I what I really appreciated about uh, chapter 9 of your book was not just the information contained in the chapter it was fantastic but what i really liked the most was the scripture verse that you used to head up that chapter uh, revelation nine 21. uh you've got that in front of you don't you
1: yes i do uh they did not yeah. repent of their murders or their sorceries <laughs> and
0: that's what this is really all about this is mass murder uh, accomplished through pharmaceutical sorcery.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is, and I and I deal with that also. I don't think I mentioned it specifically, but one of the sections uh, in that chapter deals with the biblical concept of pharmakeia and how it's going to be a key uh, yes. uh, part of the seven-year tribulation. Now, of course, you know your listeners know that. I believe the biblical text teaches that the church will be raptured before the tribulation. Amen. does not mean that we'll be raptured before things get really bad. Uh, things right. are already really bad, and they could get worse if the Lord tarries is coming. But we do know that we won't be here during the seven-year period, uh, variously referred to as the 70th week of Daniel, uh, the time of Jacob's trouble, the uh, great day of the Lord's wrath, mm-hmm. the overflowing scourge. Uh, so forth and so on so uh but during that seven-year period it's clear from the biblical record that pharmakeia which mm-hmm. is chemically induced mind control is going to play a huge part in getting the whole world to worship uh the beast the fa- the uh antichrist so yes. um so yeah i mean it's uh it's fascinating um and by the way, one other thing I forgot to mention that we just rolled out uh, in the last two or three days, because we're getting so many, we're getting slammed with orders, and people are buying ten books at a time to give give away, and we're we're getting two, you know, second and third time repeat orders. Um yeah. You know, we've got over twenty five hundred books out there somewhere now. And it's, I mean, it's only been out two weeks, you know, so right, right. clearly touching a nerve. It's clearly being, uh, you know, a much needed message uh, in terms of preparing the body of Christ for what's to come and the world at large. I mean, a lot of unbelievers are uh, are reading uh, this book. And that reminds me of another little anecdote. Uh, my FedEx guy uh, that delivered a shipment of books. It was the second shipment that we got. And uh, he came to my back door, uh, into my office, uh, home office, and he was unloading them. And he said, uh, what are all these? And I said, oh, those are books. Uh, I said, I'm an author, and it's my latest book. And he said, oh, really? What's, what's it called? I said, it's called Spirit of the Antichrist, the Gathering Cloud of Deception. He said, interesting. What's it about? I said, well, it's about what the Bible has to say about end times prophecy and how uh, Satan's trying to usher in a one world system. I said, um, I'd be glad to give you a copy. Uh, can I give you a copy? And he goes, Well, no thanks. I, I, I'm more interested in fiction. <laughs> so uh, I thought that was interesting on so many levels. First of all, he sort of implied by his comment that he recognizes this is truth, but yeah, he, he yeah. just would rather stick to fiction. And, and yeah. I thought that was a good metaphor for the way most Christians and, and, and even non Christians are reacting today. They're just, you know, yeah. hand me another beer and let me turn on the TV and watch the Kardashians. And
0: that's what uh, that's what the entertainment networks are all about. Keep yeah. you distracted.
1: Total mind control. And and then you know someday the the buses will come by, pick them up, take them to the you know the uh re-education camps and it'll you know be too late. So you know I, I really feel like we need to get this word out. But what I was going to say that we just rolled out is we now have um at the not by works store uh, the opportunity to purchase e-gift cards. And this Ooh. has been something we've been toying with for a couple of years. Now and we finally decided to roll it out, but it's really simple, just like any e-gift card, you know, an Amazon gift card or a target gift card or whatever, some of the main retailers, you just uh, go to the not by Works store, click on e-gift card. You can purchase it at any amount, and then you can tell us where to send it and it's all automated and it will send a digital coupon Code with the amount that you've loaded on it to whoever you want, and you can even put a note on there. And what I would encourage people to think about is, if you know someone that would benefit from this book, send yeah. them an—you know—either send them a book. That's the best thing. Put a book in their hands. But sometimes it's easier uh, because you know you've got to order the book and get it yourself, and then you got to turn around and find a way to get it to them. Just send right. them an e-gift card from the Not By Work store and in the notes say hey i i i read this book spirit of the antichrist i highly recommend it uh, and here i'll pay for it for you here's a gift card so anyway just just food for thought um but we uh we want to get the message out and i think it's an important one because uh things are happening very fast and before long you know it's it's going to be past the point of no return um now, we've said all that, and for our listeners, it may sound like sort of a woe is me, the sky is falling type of episode, but mm. let's not forget that uh, Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, is Lord of all, and nothing can contravene his uh, lordship, and we know yeah. how the story ends, and That's ends right. with him coming back to throw off the shackles of the revived Roman Empire and to defeat the Antichrist and the Luciferians and to usher in a kingdom of peace and righteousness and justice. So one passage of scripture that uh, has been on my mind a lot the last couple of weeks uh, is from the book of 2nd Corinthians uh, chapter 4. And chapter 4 is a fascinating uh, chapter because it, it has what we call in, a, in literary terminology an inclusio, meaning it Sort of starts with a particular phrase and it ends with that same phrase, bookending it, and everything mm-hmm. in between is sort of making the case about right. that phrase. And the phrase which you see in chapter one of Second Corinthians 4 is Do not lose heart.
0: Absolutely.
1: Do not lose heart. And then he goes on after several verses, at least in our English Bible, there were no verse numbers in the original uh, book of Second Corinthians, but You get all the way to chapter, to verse 16 of chapter four, and you see that phrase again, therefore, in light of everything I've just reminded you about, do not lose heart. And then here's how he concludes that chapter. Listen to these encouraging words. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For Mm -hmm. our light affliction I love how he calls it light affliction, which sure doesn't seem very light, does it? Um, but, but by comparison, it's light. He says, our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Now, listen to this last Hallelujah. verse. While we do not look at things, the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen. Not seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Amen. Amen. I mean, so...
0: See, and every time we talk like this, J.B., <laughs> it gets brighter in the room, so these have to go
1: on. <laughs> There's those sunglasses again. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Yeah, I mean, no, it really is. Uh, and I think that's the, the, the fundamental exhortation that we all need to hang on to is that stop looking at what you can see and start looking at what is not seen uh, because what is seen is temporary Uh, doesn't mean it's it's not painful it is it's it's discouraging it's painful it's scary but we know who wins and we just need to uh you know trust the lord and be prepared because you know god has a job uh, for us to do and i don't think he is honored and glorified if we just throw up our hands and say come get me and drag me to the camp yeah. you know he, he wants us to fight and to, to withstand just like the early church did that's Jim, right peter and john for example uh stand up against governmental tyranny that's uh, right and and you know pr- preach the word of god and preach the gospel unashamedly
0: if he wanted us to lay down like sheep, he would not have issued in in the book of Ephesians uh, a, a, the perfect seven-piece armor set. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That wouldn't even be issued, would it, if we if we weren't supposed to fight.
1: No, and in fact, you know, uh, the gates of hell will not prevail against us. But <laughs> yeah. remember, that's a the gates are defensive. So right. we're supposed to be on the offensive. We we've, we've let Satan that's take right. the offensive far too long. Um, I saw another really fascinating video. Someone at my church showed it to me Wednesday night. It's a video clip from, I think it was back in the fifties, but you know, decades ago. And it's from the the old Disney Mouseketeer program. You remember that? But it was, it was a clip where uh, they used to get the children to sing a song about Proverbs, the book of Proverbs and talking about how yes. following the word of God will, yes. be, you know, helpful and help you guide your way and so forth. And course if you know the history of disney and if you know much about walt disney you know that he was a cia operative all along and and so but but they are so deceptive that early on they were able to capture the hearts of innocent you know christian people thinking oh this is wonderful a great you know place to go take your family but you know but now imagine how far we've come from disney promoting a book of the bible and biblical Mm -hmm. wisdom to now promoting transgenderism and homosexuality and attacks on the very image of God. So, you know, we've been asleep at the wheel for far too long, and it's time to to wake up. And, you know, this book, uh, the subtitle, remember, Spirit of the Antichrist, The Gathering Cloud of Deception. Um, In some places, the storm has already broken out. The clouds are breaking and rain is falling, torrential uh, rain but in some places the clouds are still gathering and it's not too late to sound the, the, the message of truth. And, uh, so I encourage people check it out at spirit And, uh, you know, we would, uh, we've got to kind of stick together in this.
0: Absolutely. Uh, your, your book, uh, treats this subject especially, uh, quite well. And, uh, gives a lot of good information to everybody to, uh, with which to become more aware of uh, our surroundings, and and I believe you, I have to agree with you, J.B. I don't think that that uh, that God wants us laying down. Uh, we we don't know how how much of this we're going to be exposed to before the rapture, uh, but uh, whatever amount of hardship we we have to endure, we need to be prepared for it, and. And uh, we, we need to be on the offensive instead of the defense uh, most of the time. Uh, you're right. And I agree with that. So I, I would encourage everyone to, to be aware and to be on the offensive against uh, satanic attack. It's it's happening more and more frequently. So uh, now and, and I wanted to close, the you know, since we're getting ready to close the show, I also wanted to include some uh, information I just got this morning, early this morning, about uh, 4 a.m., a report came through uh, on some updated information about uh, COVID-19 uh, injection, the, the so-called vaccines and what they actually are. Of course, you treat it in your book very well and, and uh, call it what it is, as messenger RNA technology that can be harmful to the immune system but this information that i just got this morning is uh kind of blockbuster revelation kind of stuff it's it's kind of a game changer and i know i told you about it before we we went on the air but i want to let our listeners know where they can find out what this information is uh and they can go to brighteon.com and uh Click on the link to Dr. Brian Artis, A-R-D-I-S, his interview with Mike Adams, and you will find out what that information is as well. It's really, really going to shock you, and like I say, it's probably a game changer, and I'm sure that you and I will be in touch, JB, after you listen to it, Uh, but it's, it's, it's pretty shocking, so. Uh, yeah, it's brace yourself, uh, brace yourself.
1: Yeah, it's never about what it's about, of course, and um, yes. So this doesn't surprise me at all. There's all kinds of uh, complex agendas behind uh, this, these injections, um, and yes. of course, you know, as I document in the book, in the section on uh, on the adverse effects, uh, you know, th- tens of thousands of people have died in America alone from this. Yes. Injection. And I know people might be listening right now and saying, well, I took the injection, no big deal. Well, there's been documented proof that only certain lot numbers of the various vaccines from the different manufacturers were tainted. So if you took the vaccine and it didn't have particularly harsh effects, hey, praise God, you were uh, were lucky. But uh, certainly wouldn't roll the dice in that uh, game of Russian roulette if I were. Uh, why were you so yeah Yeah. check it out we'll have more to say about that Um, but don't forget the ultimate uh, exhortation that we read from second corinthians 4 for believers and then of course you know this podcast once we posted and you posted on the christian underground news network channel and we posted on the not by works ministries channel no telling where it ends up and i am confident that any given week uh there are uh, unbelievers or skeptics or people who are just now becoming uh you know uh, introduced to god's word hear it and so we want to remind everyone that the only hope uh, of eternal life is jesus christ who said i am the way the truth, the life No one comes to the Father but by me, and uh, the Bible gives the solution and the only solution to man's sin problem. Every single human being is born dead in their trespasses and sins and uh, needs a remedy, needs uh, some type of solution, and that solution, it was purchased with the blood of Christ when he died and rose again for our sins, and we're going to be celebrating that this weekend, Um, you know, roughly 2,000 years ago. Uh, He paid the price for the sins of the whole world. Uh, And anyone who wants to be saved can simply place their trust in Jesus Christ, the son of God who died and rose again and uh, trust in him as their personal savior. It's not about good works. It's not about doing something or being baptized or joining a church or following a particular religion. It's about personal faith in Jesus. So ask yourself, who are you trusting to forgive your sin That's and give you right. the gift of eternal life? And if it's not Jesus, then let me encourage you: trust in Him
0: today. He is the only way, the truth, and the life. Amen. No man gets to heaven but but through Him. Amen. Faith in Him. So, so you're absolutely right, and we we encourage uh, our unbelieving listeners to uh, not to condemn the idea. Before they investigate it, just like we're talking about with this other information, the same applies to unbelievers with the gospel. Don't condemn it until you thoroughly examine it. And we believe that once you do, you will come to a saving knowledge Amen. of Jesus Christ. And that's that's our always our main goal here at the Christian Underground News Network and at notbyworks.org. And uh, we just want to remind you of that. Uh, also as a way of reminder uh to our listeners we've got uh, an upcoming session with pastor Dick on Saturday morning uh we're still in Romans chapter 1 and so we'll we'll get some more great information on Romans chapter 1 uh on the of God series you're going you're going to enjoy it and then of course Saturday night with Lucas De Remus, and uh, hopefully God willing we'll we'll be with uh, our good friend Dr. JB Hickson again Next Tuesday morning. Until then, a reminder to tune in to us on those times. But also, you can live stream uh, Dr. Hickson uh, from his church uh, live from his church in Sedalia, Colorado, Plum Creek Chapel. And you can do that by tuning in and go to notbyworks.org. Live stream his Sunday morning service. Uh, I believe the times are nine and ten thirty a.m mountain time and wednesday nights at 6 p.m mountain time uh so you want some of the best bible teaching you're ever gonna get that's right be sure to tune in do not miss it uh yeah. so until then we want to thank you for joining with us today uh we hope you were as blessed as we are uh by by being able to present this we realize it's a privilege and an honor and a service to our Lord Jesus Christ, and and a service to you as well. And uh, we 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 really appreciate you tuning in. We hope you got something out of this today. We'll look at the information that we um, uh, have presented to you, and uh, uh, it's all important. Uh, the gospel being the most important, right? JB.
1: Amen. You said all it. All right.
0: All right. Uh, once again, thank you for being with us this morning, JB. Lord willing, we'll see you next week. Until then. This is the Christian Underground News Network signing off. May God bless and keep you. And if you are an unbeliever, today is the day of salvation.